When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was a big old weekend in uh, the Tron in Hamilton for the World Rugby Sevens Series. Both the men and the women taking part. Two fields in operation, the one over the back of the main stadium there in Hamilton and a pretty good result overall for New Zealand picking up the win for the women and making the final and just going down in the last seconds to Argentina who richly deserved their win. Fantastic tournament and sadly the last time it will be in New Zealand. Part of a very strong commentary team is joining us now, Taylor Johnson. Talofa. Taylor, welcome in. Thanks, Kathy. Oh gosh, I'm still recovering from the weekend. It was so busy, but it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. And, you know, I watched all of the New Zealand games, uh, both the men's and the women's. The women were just bloody dominant. Oh, absolutely. They were outstanding and they really thrive off that whānau environment. And, you know, every time they did a post match interview and it went up into the big screen in the crowd, they were just always thanking everyone for coming out. And I think that's what really got them over the line. But they're just such incredible athletes too. And and isn't it interesting that, you know, a lot of the younger girls were were playing um, and starting the game and coming off the bench was, you know, the Theta Hidanese and the Teresa Fitzpatrick and the Niall Williams and and Porsche, you know, that every time that they had come on, the young um, teammates had already done the business. It actually goes to show that we're in a really good place at the moment in that sevens team and that, you know, anyone can take the field and, and just looking, uh, I want to talk to you about the men shortly, but the women just at Hamilton, 186 points for, 19 against, and 12 of those were mm. Japan. They, they kept a clean sheet three games out of the five. Fantastic. Oh, and I'll tell you what, that Japanese team, they were something to behold. Everyone was supporting them, and that's the highest they've ever finished um, in their history since the women's comp started in 2012. So, playing in that fifth and sixth class, which is really incredible. And actually, you know, the World School Sevens um, in December last year, they actually pumped the New Zealand Sevens secondary school girls and then pumped Australia to win. So I think keep an eye out for the Japanese women in the next five or so years. I think they'll be in that top three contention as well. But yeah, the the, the Black Ferns, you know, they're, they're a real special group. They've been together for so long. And even, as I said, the younger girls, like Georgia Miller, she was my player of the final, you know, 18 years old. It was absolutely outstanding. Didn't crack under pressure whatsoever. Yeah, ridiculous. On to the men's side. Um, big surprise that Argentina won it. But I think the biggest surprise was the losing quarter finalists of um, South Africa, Fiji, Australia, Samoa. All of these big guns just cracked. It, it was crazy, you know, um, 
you you almost felt the the crowd kind of deflate after every quarter final because you know you expect to see South Africa win, you expect to see Fiji win, you know, and it was just huge upsets. And you know, even the Fijian women didn't perform nearly as well as they probably should have. And I tell you what, it's a it's a home tournament for the Fijians in New Zealand because I would say when they would um kicked out of the comp, I would say half the crowd went with them as well, you know, they're they're really avid supporters. But yeah, it, it was really interesting in the men's comp because, you know, um Samoa didn't even make the top eight. Mm. You know, went from being series leader to just being knocked out and I think that's what's been really exciting about the seven, you know. I think five or so years ago, it was always the same teams at the top. It was New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, you know, the the big powerhouses. And you've got the Argentinas and the France, you know, all those teams coming up. You know, we saw Spain upset the men um, last year. It's just crazy how close everything is getting. And I think it's good for the game. You know, every game that I watched, I didn't go into a preconceived idea of who was going to win. Even Ireland, you know, making the semifinals and, and actually, we, we kind of just scraped past it. <laughs> um, yeah. we, we often celebrate the, the new youngsters and the development of the youngsters into the Blackfern 7 side. I need to tip my hat to Roderick Solo and uh, Akarela uh, Rokolasoa. Cheapest creepers, they're exciting. Oh, honestly, Roderick Solo, I think he uh, got plenty of fans on the weekend. I actually heard a kid behind me saying, where can I get a 44 jersey, you know, because they've all got their new um, numbers on the back. Um, Roderick Solo, you know, he's a special talent, and I think that's the cool thing about our coverage, you know, on side, that that's a name that we've seen so much from the Congo Sevens. I remember him playing for Scott's College and just absolutely setting the tournament alight. And then it was no surprise seeing his name in that New Zealand Sevens team. He was outstanding. You know, there were so many people asking, who is this kid? Because he's so new to the competition. And then everyone was just, yeah, everyone was screaming full of praise after. It was, it was so good. So, yeah, the... the the development is happening in that men's side as well. Um, I think there's a new breed coming through. I think I went to about 11 or 12 sevens tournaments in a row, uh, most of them in Wellington. You've been mm. to – I stopped going and you started. Uh, <laughs> was there genuine um, people upset that this was the last time? I'm not talking about the players and the administrators, just the people that turn up. Is there – was there a little bit of a reflection that, geez, this ain't happening in New Zealand again? Yeah, I, I did bump into a few people, you know, who'd been there for multiple years, like like yourself, had gone to Wellington and to Hamilton, and they did say that, that they were going to miss the competition um, and that they actually probably would travel to um, the likes of Hong Kong, you know, one of the really famous ones. That's always a party atmosphere, but. I actually think it wasn't a really good tournament in the end. You know, um, a lot of people did stick around, and I think, man, the weather played a big part. It was so hot. I think around 3 o'clock, quite a few people left because it was just so hot there. <laughs> um, in Hamilton, they really turned it on. But I think I think there was a... What I think there was a feeling of sadness, more so just a celebration, you know, like letting, letting the sun go out with a big bang. And, and it was fun. You know, I walked around into the party zone and stuff and had a look, and... You know, still some really awesome outfits that had obviously taken a long time to put on or to get together. And, and it, was, it was a fun time. And I think, you know, there's probably chance of something like that happening again in the future. You know, we don't know what the long-term plans are for the seven series. So, um, yeah, I would say never say never and hold on to because I think, yeah, it was definitely a good vibe there. Mm. All right, Taylor, great to chat with you and a belated happy anniversary for the other day. Oh, thanks for that, Steph. <laughs> All right, take care. We'll catch up again. 
Zoo. Taylor Johnson, wonderful commentator, um, wonderful insights too from someone that was actually there, and I thought it was pretty damn good. Um, pretty damn good performance by both, actually. Even the men's, even though they didn't win, I thought they were really good and unearthed some youngsters. Keep an eye on Rockalosio. Uh, Rockalosaur and uh, Roderick Solo. Exciting, exciting prospects. We'll take a break on the other side. It's time for the vault. If you want to have a crack at unlocking the vault, 0800 150 11. Prizes, Sam. I'm trying to remember. <sighs> Starting with 100 bucks. TAB, Starting with 100 TAB. TAB bonus bet. And uh, we're going to do things uh, just a little bit differently uh, this year, um, a few tweaks over the summer break, staff. So uh, day one of the vault, as people know, seven questions. So today we're going to make it five questions but you get staff to ask two questions. And staff's very, very good at the vault. I'll put it out there. Very good at the vault. So you get five questions and you can use two from staff. Day two, we'll go four questions and one from you. And then third day onwards, three questions. And a jackpot's by 50. It does jackpot. But yeah. 100 bucks TAB bonus bet up for grabs day one. Get yourself involved. It is the vault. 0800 150 11. We'll play after the break.